but we are discussing a very important issue which we, we are supposed to pray about partaking in the nature of Christ uh, is, is uh, I believe one of the most important things or uh, how do I put it the main reason why God came to humanity it is the main reason why he came to humanity so that he will impart the divine nature in us so that we will walk like Christ will be victorious like Christ we will be holy like Christ we will have power like Christ we will glorify him like Christ did so Christ didn't walk on earth as God he walked on earth as man so the Bible says as he walked so ought ye also to walk if he walked like God it would have been impossible for you and me to walk like him but he walked on earth purely as a man Hebrews chapter 2 says this, that when he came he, 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 he came on earth he removed all the power that makes him Christ it's just like taking off the coat uh, when, when they are making somebody a president they put some things on him the day he's going they take it he becomes an ordinary man like any one of us Though we may give him respect because he has been a president before. But he's like any one of us. Especially in the third world countries. A president, a former president is like any human being. What made him the president was what they put on him. When he finishes his term and he's going and they take it. He's there with everybody. But when you go to Holland, you see them riding bicycle on the road with, with, human be with people. In fact, even the current president rides bicycle to work in Holland bicycle is one of the things in Holland all the second-hand bicycles you see they are coming from Holland I remember the first time I went to Holland they passed somewhere I said what is this they said sea of bicycles it's a whole pack people ride the bicycles come and put it there tack something on it and then they, they, they take the nearest shortest possible means to their office and the president will ride some that's how common everybody is. But when say Papa we can a bit me as so there that is the way Jesus came. He came on earth. He was God. But when he came, he emptied himself of everything that made him God. Why? So that he will walk on earth like man. And the Bible says, as a man, he died on the cross. He didn't die as God. God doesn't die. He died as a man. Amen? Hallelujah. So he was like any of us, died. How did he overcome? By the power of God that came upon him. So when the power of God came upon him, the nature of God was given to him. So now, his, his plan is that, he doesn't call, that's why he said, I don't call you servant, I call you brothers or brethren. Because most, no master shares his secret with a servant. But because your brothers are share with you, I share the secret of my strength with you. So we are supposed to be partakers of his nature. And that nature is also a divine nature. Because that strength, that nature comes from God. What is the reason? So that you and me here on earth will be victorious like he was. 
who have authority and power like he, he had. Are you hearing me? We'll be holy like he was. Amen? So we also have that divine nature. So it, for me, I think it is, it is the, the, the important thing that Christ came to live on earth. If God just wanted to save us, uh, the best thing is to finish and kill you and take you to heaven. Because it's better to be there. But if you have to live on earth, then you must be victorious. You must triumph over the devil. You must succeed over every works of darkness. You must break through in every aspect of your life. In your business, in your marital life, in, in, in whatever thing, you must be successful. And the only way we can get to that place is when he shared with us his divine nature. So that is why we read through certain scriptures. Uh, the first one, Hebrews chapter 3, the verse 14. For we are made partakers of Christ. That's the portion of life. We are made partakers of Christ. We partake in his life. Now, it also means that if you want to partake in his life, you partake in his suffering. You partake in the way he went through that. They didn't like him, so they won't like you. Oh, <laughs> is somebody here? Why do you expect everybody to like you? They, they persecuted him. So they, that's why he said, he said, a servant is not greater than his master. What they did to me, they will do to you. So when we partake in, in Christ, partakers of Christ, we are partaking in his victory, we are also partaking in his suffering. The Christian today, suffering is out of our picture. Now, the kind of suffering God will, uh, you will go through is the suffering to still remain a Christian. Amen. So, everybody is insulting you because you are not becoming like any girl in town. Everybody is insulting you because you are not becoming like every man. You know, there are people who work in offices. Everybody is taking something. They refuse to take. And people say, well, Jimmy, Jano. That, that's the way they say it. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy, well, Jimmy. But you endure those kind of things simply because you know that like Christ, you will endure the foolishness of this world. But then you will be before your father, you are glorious. Amen? Amen? Yes. Like Christ, you will, you will endure. So you won't steal. You won't fornicate. You won't do what they do. Let them say whatever they will say. But we have to. Everybody has to know. Sometimes there are people, just, just recently, a pastor friend of mine called me on Friday when I was going to Cape Coast and told me about how he was being threatened. His church. Muslims have gone there. Threatened him. Why? A girl who is a Muslim gave his life to Christ and comes to the church. They didn't witness to him. He, she just gave her life to Christ and gave. And gave. And the parents are there. I'm talking about Pastor Elvis. The parents are there on them. They go to the church. They, they harass people. They went to his house and said, sack him. He said, I don't have the power to sack anybody from church. Because I don't bring people to church. If I sack her, the rest of the church members will leave. Because I have no power to sack anybody. So he's your daughter. Tell her not to come. The girl to is saying, even if they walk on their head and their legs are up, you will go to church. Her suffering. She's suffering. They said they will cut her into pieces. He said, 
If they cut a piece, she will go to Christ. That takes her faster. You know, we don't hear these kind of testimonies these days. Because for today, especially those of us who are Christians, we don't want to hear it at all. But I'm telling you, there are people who have found Christ and they want to partake of Christ. They know the victory in Christ is theirs, the blessing in Christ is theirs, but they also know the suffering of Christ is that. In fact, the truth is that if you are not ready to suffer for Christ, you cannot enjoy Christ. The Bible says, if we suffer with him, we shall also be what? Glorified with him. If you don't suffer with him, now everybody's suffering is different. Amen. 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 Sometimes, some of us, our suffering is not suffering. No. It's also his own suffering. Look at the excuses you can give when it comes to God. Look at the way your sacrifice for God can be. No, 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 no. These days, comfort has taken over sacrifice. I must be comfortable with Christ. Anything that will put a little toll on me, no. I'm not willing. Amen. Today, I went to visit Kwesi Bwati. I got to the house. When I was going, I said, what? Is that the road the man passes to come to church with his wife? No, 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 it's he not. <laughs> then they told me that the worst one is uh, when you are going to Yabe's house. I said, hey. So when I got there, I said, thank you. If you don't love me, you won't come to my church. Oh, I thought you put your hands together. Listen, that, that, that kind of thing you want to have in order to serve God, you won't partake in Christ. You want, to, you want everything to be fine. You want it to be satisfied. To have rest, to have everything. No, it does not work like that. We are partakers of Christ. Now, I like the way the full scripture says, it says, for we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. How confident are you? Many times we began with great confidence. But along the line, sometimes, by the workings of the enemy, the devil buffeting us here and there, tries to kick our legs here, we fall and get up. Next time we fall and get up. We are getting weaker. And by the time we realize our confidence, our joy, our stand for God has diminished. But may it not be like that for you. I pray that God will help you. But listen to me. That's the main thing. Being partakers of Christ also has another dimension. If you suffer with him, you will also enjoy his blessings. The victories God brings to us, the power of Christ that God brings upon us, they are all there. When the Bible talks about becoming partakers of his divine nature, he's talking about the nature of God that overcometh this world. That makes you victorious. That makes you successful. That makes you breakthrough. That makes you able to overcome the devil. Because you see, if you don't overcome the devil, you cannot enjoy your life on earth. So divine nature, his divine nature. Second Peter chapter one, the verse four. 
Let's read from the verse 3 and 4. According as his divine nature, according as his divine power, has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by this, say that by this, by what? By what? By this. What are the these? The these. The these are the exceeding great and precious promises. By the exceeding great and precious promises. By them. By these. By the exceeding great and precious promises. Which God has given us. He has given us some things. What is it? Exceeding great and precious promises. That by this ye might be partakers of, his, of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So by this, you have to be, to, to be partaker of the divine nature by something. You don't just become a, a partaker of the divine nature of God. We have escaped the corruption that is in the world by our being born again. But we have to, we have to, 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 to partake in the divine nature by the exceeding great and precious promises, which is the Bible. You cannot. You cannot. <laughs> you cannot enjoy that. Hey, Steve, that's where you have taken. So you can't, you can't enjoy it. By this, we might be partakers of his divine nature the divine nature of god that divine nature is not you see a seed inside you must bear fruit you are born again and listen that seed inside you is incorruptible seed that is inside you but it will never come out until you apply the great and precious promises by this as we read the bible by this as we hear the by this as we hear the quotations by this as we receive the revelation by this then you are building what i what i this morning I was, we were having a morning devotion and i told my children i said every house you see rising up has a foundation Many times, very good houses and big houses, you don't see the foundation. In fact, when they are building the foundation, you don't see anything there. You just, because something is sinking underground. And people will tell you, foundations chop money, and yet you don't see anything. They take a lot of money. Especially when, when it's a story, and they are building, they dig deep, pour a lot of iron rust and concrete under, money in the soil. You don't see it, it's there. But after they have finished it, everybody knows. If you want to see the building, then you must have blocks. You want to see what is inside, you must have the blocks of the word of God. By this. No matter what, by this. Hey, the Bible says by this. Because what is it? This is the great 
and what? Exceeding great and precious promises of God. You see, the thing about the Bible is that you and me see it like every other book. And I know you don't think that that's the way it is. I'm not talking about how you think about it. But when you look at it physically, it's like any other book. But the, the great thing about the Bible is, which you don't know, is that these words that are inside, they are living. They are alive. Hebrews chapter 5, 4, 4 the verse 12. The word of God is quick and powerful. That word quick means it is alive and powerful. It's alive. Listen, when you speak this word, you have pushed power and life into the system. For example, if you want to change something and you put a word you have, you, have, you have received as revelation and you start speaking it, what you are doing is you are pushing life and power into the system. You see, that is why when the prophet said, tomorrow by this time, A barrel of wheat shall be sold by this. He spoke just the word. Nobody in Israel at that time even believed. But the word is quick and powerful. It went into the, word, the, the, the city to make what it has been spoken to come to pass. Is it from here? Ask about this Bible before I throw the person's offering away. Thank you. Eh? So, so it was, the, the interesting thing about the, the Word of God is that it is not just like any ordinary book you read. Even the ordinary books you read, don't they change your, your thinking? When you read geography, you start thinking geography. No, I remember the first time we started learning the topography of land. When I'm walking and I see anything, I say, hey, this, this. But I used, to be, I used to go into that town. That's where I grew up. But I used not to see anything. Now when I see it, I get excited. Yeah. Formations. Because I read geography. How much more do you think when you read the Bible, you think it is for nothing? You have no idea. Or nothing. It is building you up. So when you stay away from the word, you have no building blocks for your life. You have no building blocks. You are not laying the foundation. You are not laying on the foundation which you got. You are not laying the blocks. So your building is not seen. That is why, how come so many Christians, they are born again, yet you can't see anything. What you see is the world. Their lifestyle is the world. Their talking is the world. Their dressing is the world. Everything is the world. I am telling you, a Christian who depends on the word of God, some things will start changing without any man telling you. Because listen, this thing is quick and powerful. Hebrews chapter 4. The, for the word of God is what? Quick. That word quick means it's alive. It is living. Living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Look at what he does. Piercing, say piercing. Come on, shall pierce. 
Come on, shall pierce. That means it finds itself of entry. It will enter. It will pierce through. No matter how resistant the thing is, it will enter. Piercing through to the dividing of soul <laughs> and spirit. That's one of the most difficult things to divide. Soul and spirit. And yet the word of God is able to pierce through. Listen to me. It knows how to put you together. It knows how to build your life. So, by it that we, 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 we become partakers of the divine nature of God. How many of you know that God wants you to live a certain life which is not according to the life on this earth? If you know that, lift up your hands. Some of you have not lifted your hands. That means you don't even know. May you know from today. But there are some people in church, anything you say, they won't raise their hand because they don't know where to go. And they don't want to make a mistake. So they won't raise, they won't do it. When you say the opposite, they won't raise. When you say that the other one, they won't raise. Everything is down. May God give you a mind to know what to raise your hands for. Amen. So God wants us to live a certain life. That is why in Ephesians chapter 2, the verse 6. Ephesians chapter 2, the verse 6. For we are seated together. In heavenly places. He has raised us up. Together. And made us sit together in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. Not with. I said not. Some people say, he say we are seated together with Christ. It's not with. It's in Christ. That means when you go. When you see God's throne now. And Jesus is sitting. You don't see any other person sitting there. Otherwise, you, some of us will be, sitting, will be fighting for who will sit close to Jesus. And then we are all inside. No fight. When we become partakers of Christ, we are all inside. So where he's sitting, that's where we are all sitting. The reason being this, if we partake in him, then where he's sitting with the victory and the glory, we are partakers in the same victory and the glory. So if the Bible says, God has risen far above principalities and powers, it means you are seated with him in heaven. You are also raised far above principalities and powers. So it's not today. The reason why you are afraid of witches is because you don't share in the divine nature of Christ. How can a born again believer be afraid of witches? You have to get you born again, born again, again. And baptize you again and again. You see, but it is possible because when you don't share, you don't share in the divine nature of Christ, what attaches you is that no, there's no confidence. The Bible says, if we, if, 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 that we are made partakers of Christ, if we hold our confidence to the end. You, you don't have that confidence. You don't have that power. Because you are not sharing in the divine nature of Christ through his word. By your association with God's word, which you should love, which you should desire, which you should be disciplined enough to sit with. You are building yourself. Am I talking to somebody? So today, most believers, if you stay away from the word, when I said, mommy gave me a certain uh, illustration today. He said, a lecturer came to there. She has started her school. I'm suffering in the house. 
But God shall deliver me after two months. She leaves the house, 6 a.m. calling, comes, closes lectures at 8.30. Abba. Pastor Dan has finished, so he's laughing. The other day he met him and then, anyway, let me say this. He, she said something. He said a lecturer came to their class and was, was, was bemoaning the class. That when you start expressing yourself, you are what you read. He says he cannot understand people are doing masters when they write essay. You wonder whether they are in GHS. No, no, no. This is a lecturer. No common full stop. And we see that you can see that people are not reading. They finish school. Look at even the books we are selling. Some of you, you will never buy a book. Even if we give it to you free, it will lie there on rot. So we be a part here. So listen. So I was telling you. So he said, what? What? You see, even in church, if you call somebody to pray, listen to his prayer. You will know whether he reads Bible or not. I'm telling you, one day all of us will see a prayer. You will know. I am telling you, you will know. You will know from their prayer, you will know. Because when you read, you enrich your, capa your, your, your capacity and your vocabulary of, of. See, you cannot be pray praying and some Bible scriptures are not coming in. It enriches your prayer. No matter the prayer topic they lift, you will notice that things are coming. When you read, it affects your language. It affects your presentation. In the same way, when you read the Bible, listen to me, even your talking. I have always known that when somebody stands to pray, or to present a thing. Watch. Apart from this, which is also important, apart from this, which is important, the spiritual impact. Let me leave that one. Because you can use vocabulary without spiritual impact. But I'm talking about if a believer is preaching or has to preach, you just watch. The richness of the Bible language, the richness of it, it's what makes you know that, oh, this guy is deep. Anybody can give a story. You know, Kofi Annan is being immortalized in UN. They have made a stamp which people are paying for with one of his st statements. And it's like, how did he see this? He's gone, but the, the words he spoke, how did he see this? The Christian is supposed to be so much in this. As, you see, and the thing about the word of God is here. When you are reading it, you don't realize it. You think, who can say, oh, it's Oh, me can't cry, me it's Oh, boy. When you one day, that's what Jesus said. When they take you to prison, don't worry. 
when you don't know what to say, don't worry. It says, at that point, I will give you a wisdom that will say things which your enemies cannot gain see. At that point. And it's all because when you keep building yourself here, you will have answer for anything. I tell people that you can never win an argument with Pasesu. When he realizes, he realizes he's losing, he will find some scripture. Queer from somewhere and come. Later on, he will come to you and say, oh no, I think I was joking. But you will, get, you, you will lose the battle and go. And it's only later you come and tell you I was just joking. No, no. He, because and the thing is that, the truth is that the Bible will rise up from within. You have an example. Listen. That is the source of your strength. Amen. When the devil came to Jesus and tempted him three times, he kept saying, it is written. It's not, I bind you in the name of Jesus. One of the things that you can bind and never see results in the name of Jesus, that you yourself are saying in the name of Jesus, but your hold on that name of Jesus is not working. Because some people went and said, in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches. And what happened to them? What happened to them? So it's not a matter of saying in the name of Jesus. Am I talking to somebody? We'll pray small. Don't worry. Today's Wednesday. I just felt this divine nature, this particular in Christ. We have to understand it. For me, no. For me, it is the thing Christ came to do for us. For me. That you and me will share in the divine nature of God. That's why the Bible says we are gods. We are what? Sumoji. We are Yami. Hey! Blasphemy. But Jesus said it. Because God shares his divine nature with us. So to some extent, we have the nature of God. So the Bible says we are gods. And that is the source of our victory. That is the key to our success. That is the point where you and me will live. So, we are seated together with him in heavenly places, far above principalities and powers, so that we can walk here on earth victorious. I want you to stand on your feet. I want to pray. I know you have been looking through that thing. I want you to pray on this. I'm pray we are praying on something. One, I want you to pray. Listen. Listen to me. I want you to pray to have a great desire for the word. A great word for the word. Have a great desire for the word. You see, if you don't have a great desire for the word, nothing happens. Zacchaeus had a great desire to see who Jesus is. When you have a great desire, you will find a way. <laughs> People block you, you find a way. When 
you don't have a great desire, then that's why you say, well, uh, uh, I don't have time. Uh, uh, no, no, you don't have a great desire. If you have a great desire, you will find a way. Say you will find a way. Oh, like the chaos, you will find a way. You, you will run. You, you will climb. Listen, when you have a great desire for the world, it will wake you up to pray and to read it before even you go to work. When the great desire is there, no, no, you will find it. Every human being who has a great desire, something rises up in you to get it. So great desire. The number two thing we pray, we are adding up. Ability and discipline for the word. Ability. You need ability and discipline for the word of God. I'm resolving to, read, to study more. And then my wife came and said, but I study, I study the word a lot. I said, yes, that's because I'm a pastor. I study a lot, but I have to study more. How I study more, you may not have to, but you should have to do your own. So your ability and discipline for the word. And then the last thing, your love for the word. So the three things I want you to do. The ability and discipline are one. Because I'm talking about disciplining yourself to sit on the word. But so the, the great desire, the ability and discipline, and then the love for the word of God. Jesus said, do you love me, Peter? He said, yes. He said, go feed my sheep. Do you love me? When you love the word, oh, when you are in it, you will see that it is touching you. I don't know whether you've been, when, you, when you are just reading the word, and it's like something is happening in you. You can feel it because it is alive and it is powerful. Lift up your hands and pray. Just pray. Because we want to share in the divine nature of Christ. We want to share in the divine nature of God. Great desire for his word. Great desire for his word. Great desire for his word. Great desire for the word of God. Pray. That you have a great desire for the word of God. The ability and discipline to sit by the word. That you will be able and discipline yourself to sit by the word. and discipline that we will be able and discipline ourselves to sit with the word and to study it and to read it come on pray somebody father give me that help me father to establish the ability and discipline to sit with the word of god and to read it and to learn it and to enjoy it give me the love to enjoy your word the love for the word the love for it that I will just enjoy it. Somebody pray. It is the best prayer to pray in this fast. So that God will establish you in it. Because I'm sure when he establishes you in this, your victory is assured. The power of God will be released in your life. Many things will take place in you. 